what happens when I do this? Does it record my voice? Yes, it does. Greg, does it record your voice when I, I do this? I don't know. I can't see the it screen. Does Carly? Does it record your voice bon when ju, I do bon this? Ju, Good bon for ju, you, bon Ben. How about you? How does it sound? Chaotic. Glad to hear that. Okay, cool. No, that was a good joke. That was a good joke. We were, we never really stopped recording, by the way. So oh, good. We can start the show. Welcome back to the Oklahoma Today podcast. Once again, bringing you all the best our state has to offer. This week, we are talking to the folks with Guthrie's Historic Pollard Theater about keeping live theater going through COVID and how to engage new audiences. But before that, let's get into our question of the week. Do you like live theater? And if so, what's your favorite show? First up, uh, Editor-in-Chief Nathan Gunner. I love live theater. I don't see a ton of it, unfortunately. Um because I'm a little picky, like, um, but I really, really love, I, I, yeah, I love it. Um, I really love Rent. I mean, I'm kind of basic, though. I love Rent, Les Mis, um, all those big shows. Um, there was a Broadway show in the 90s called Songs for a New World that had, that wasn't, it was just a song showcase. It wasn't really, there wasn't really a plot to it, but it was Jason Robert Brown, um, who's gone on to write some really cool stuff. Um, that movie with Anna Kendrick that was a musical that I, the last five years, he wrote that, um, which is also amazing if you haven't seen it it tells the story of a relationship she starts at the beginning of the relationship and tells the story forward and he starts at the at the end and tells it backwards and they meet in the middle on their wedding day oh. it's a really really beautiful uh piece so songs for a new world in the last five years i think would probably be my two that aren't like basic like i love south pacific i love mm. you know all those old like broad why like all those kind of shows. and of course your favorite movie is about live theater noises off yeah yes i do love noises off yeah um, I haven't seen a lot of non-musical plays, actually, if I think about it. Hmm. So I guess I need to dive more into that. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, managing your Carly Ibarra. I enjoy live theater on occasion. <laughs> um, I also do not go very often because the tickets tend to be kind of expensive. But it's always a really great experience when mm -hmm. I go. There's that spontaneity and, you know, there's always things that are different about each performance and everything. Yeah. Um, but, of course, I love Rocky Horror. I go see it, like, oh, every, so every Halloween. So and I love so fun. being able to yell as an audience member. That's really fun, too. Like, being invited to participate yeah. Yeah. in something is cool. Yeah. Um, as uh, our listeners will hear uh, when we talk to the folks with the Pollard, that is um, being interactive in some way is, is a part of a lot of what they're doing right now. Mm -hmm. uh, research editor Ben Lucian. Does basketball count? Uh, <laughs> it can. <laughs> okay, so I want to see more live theater. I don't go to many shows, and it's not because I'm not interested. Uh, no one ever asked me to go to Ben, shows. would you like to go see a live theater show? Yeah, let's do it. Let's all go. It's always, it's always been, let's get a beer, and it's never been, let's see Othello. So... <laughs> Let's see Othello and, and get a beer. Get a beer. Exactly. You can do both. You That's why I both. wish more people would realize. In fact, I think, yeah. you, I think you'll enjoy Othello more if you have a couple beforehand. Actually, you know what? Um, I'm going to put this on all of our calendar. I think we should take a staff outing to Oklahoma Shakespeare in the Park. Yeah. This summer. I love Shakespeare in the Park. I'm 100% into it. Okay, yeah. we're doing it. We'll tell Megan later that she's doing it. <laughs> she yeah, Megan we, is right. out today. Yeah. She's not on this episode. We miss her. And yeah. if you want to tune out right now, we'd actually completely understand. <laughs> Greg, what about you? Uh, I am... I love You're like, no, I don't like life. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be pretty funny, right? Um, I love Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Oh, my gosh. I it's love that one. play so uh, much. It's so fun. Uh, I the uh, I love the play within the play, but I also mm -hmm. love the idea of a play around a play. And and the that Tom Stoppard was able to write through Hamlet mm -hmm. and create this amazing story with, uh, with character and dialogue that was already there. Yeah. It really is. It's... Uh, from a writing standpoint, that is 
an amazing feat. But then for it to be so engaging and fun mm-hmm. and like, and it, it's a it's a complete trip like the entire time. I I absolutely yeah. love that one. I as I was telling the guys uh, with the Pollard, I have always kind of growing up in Edmond. I considered the Pollard Theater to be kind of like my hometown theater because oh, that was the one yeah. where. Um, we took school trips up there. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's where you saw the territorial Christmas, mm-hmm. um, uh, and and all that other. It's I don't know. It was, it's uh, I I love and I love what they're doing right now. This season, uh, right upcoming is uh, is Clue the musical, mm-hmm. um, which which they told me flames that, flames that, on the side of my face. <laughs> <laughs> they they said that it's uh, that it is based on the board game, not the movie. Oh. And Clue on stage is based on the movie, which is based the on the board, board game, game. Based on the play, based on the movie, based but, on the. But oh, in board this, game. if you go to see, this, does it include my niece giving up after she loses? Absolutely, yeah. That's the that's the denouement. Is somebody just turns the <laughs> turns the game board over but and lights go out? Right now, if you get tickets for this at, at the Pollard, they choose. Three three people from the audience every show to come up, hmm. and they choose a murderer, a weapon, and a room, and the play changes every oh, night. Oh, talk oh, about that's interactive! Cool. That's right? fun. Yeah. That's exactly that's what really I'm talking cool. about. I will say, have you guys ever um, done the Broadway thing? Like, you've ever gone to New York and seen a Broadway show? I have not. No. Um, I will say, I've done it a couple times. I saw Noises Off with Patty Lapone on Broadway, and I saw um, oh, the amazing uh, Promises, Promises with Christian Chenoweth, and um, I'm trying not to say Jack McBrayer, the guy who played Jack on Will and Grace, Sean. Uh, nope. Hayes. Hayes. Thank you, Sean Hayes. <laughs> they were great. Um, what's weird is both of those shows, the same person won an Emmy for roles in both shows. Huh. And it was Katie Finneran, who played the older sister on Wonderfalls, Greg, which you will remember. Yes. Yeah, so I saw her, weirdly, coincidentally, in both of her Emmy huh. or her Tony-winning roles, which is crazy. Um, but I will say that the Broadway shows that they do here at the Civic Center, every bit, like, the quality is that high. Yeah. Like, it's that level. Like, we saw Wicked. We saw the Carol King musical. Uh, we've seen a few things over there, and the quality is exceptional. So, like, if you've not done those, because you are thinking, like, oh, it's just a touring company, it's not Broadway. Like, no, it's Broadway. No, like, it's... these are this is the real deal. The um, same uh, thing in Tulsa. Like, the oh, Tulsa yeah. Broadway shows are incredible. Uh, they are uh, Frozen. The musical is coming uh, very soon. Kids I are going to later love that. this month. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, I I think if you are in Oklahoma City and you haven't yet. You really have to see a show, a live show at Agreed. the Civic Center Music yeah. Hall. It is so cool. Yeah. Um, I saw, what was it called? Like the Drowsy, um, oh shoot, I, I can't believe I'm uh, like, what's, what's it called when you, oh, the Drowsy Chaperone, that's what it was called. Oh, okay. It was just, it was the most hilarious, again, it was like, like the outside of the, the 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 shell of the play was this guy like taking out a cast recording album <laughs> uh, from this like hilariously forgotten like old old musical, <laughs> and then you see them performing it on stage, and it is so bonkers. And like, um, you know, and uh, Matthew Alvin Brown locally, oh, one of yeah, my, it's great. Uh, yeah. it has done so much really fun stuff, mm-hmm. and and. Uh, yeah. Um, we there's they so do much excellent talent. work. We saw Book of Mormon over there. Yeah. All of like they're all it's so good. Like yeah. it's so lyric theater good. here. We I, we Lyric's are really great. spoiled yeah. for choice. You know who else does as well is Rose State College has yes. these productions out there in Midwest City, and they do a great job too. We saw Rent out there. I don't know, like 
at the Hudeberg Center, right? Uh huh. And it was really, really well done there too. So like, we have a lot of ways in Oklahoma to see this, like that are really, really good, like exceptional. Yeah. So yay! Let's let's talk to one of them. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's talk to our friends at the Pollard Theater. Oh. All right, theater nerds and other assorted nerds. And look, I mean, I just, I know our podcast audience. No, they're lovely people. They are, they're very great. Thank you for, thank you guys. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I got real full of myself there for a second. Sorry, podcast (laughs) listeners. Uh, We are joined uh, by uh, some very fine folks from the Pollard Theater in Guthrie, uh, Jared Blount and Timothy Stewart. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, guys. Hey, thanks for having us on. Uh, I have been wanting to talk to uh, the living embodiment of the Pollard Theater for a while. Um, uh, Because uh, I I grew up in Edmond, and uh, the Pollard was one of the places that we would go. Uh, The Territorial Christmas Story, of course, was uh, was always very popular. But it was... was, Growing up, that that was what I considered our local theater uh, was up there, yeah. and, and I saw so many uh, fun shows over the years that that I feel like introduced me to theater, maybe in ways that not everybody else gets to. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, the the history of the Pollard is actually really fascinating. You guys have been around since before statehood, right? Well, I mean, technically, the building, the building has. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, it feels like I've been around that long. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the yeah the building was what built in 1901. Yeah, and uh, it was like a like a feed store or something for. Parlor. Yeah, so it was like dry goods and such. Yeah, yeah, uh, um, and then in 1919 became a vaudeville house. Yeah. And then shortly after that, uh, became one of the first uh, movie theaters that actually had sound. Yeah. Uh, in the state, the Melville Theater. Talkies, I believe they called them. Talkies, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, And then in 1987, the Guthrie Arts and Humanities Council decided to, you know, make it a live performance venue again. Yeah. So that beautiful uh, stage up there too, and um, yeah, you know. One thing I, I was, I've been looking at, um, and, and another reason why I was so eager to have you guys on is I feel like Pollard Theater right now is doing more engaging, uh, really fun theater uh, than I've seen in a long time. The stuff that you guys, so so uh, Timothy, you are uh, director of development for the Pollard, but you're also the, the director director of uh, the upcoming Clue the Musical which as, as I mean, you know, I don't know anyone of my generation and granted I'm very old uh, who didn't love Clue the movie, uh, yeah. including all of the, depending on when you went, the, the ending was different, which I thought was fascinating. Um, how, how does that translate uh, to, to the stage? How, how are you guys doing that? Well, first, this is Clue the musical, which is based on the board game. Yeah. And- there is Clue on stage, which is based on the movie. Okay. This is not the movie. It's Clue, the musical that's based on the board game and not Clue, the movie. There yes. is a stage version out there called Clue on stage, which is based on the movie. But this is just Clue, the musical based on the board game. So have fun, play the game with the eight talented actors that I have on stage. <laughs> Um, but, but 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 similar to the movie, the 
although, although somewhat different, the, the, the ending to the musical is different every night. There's 216 potential yeah. finales. And we have three audience members come up every night and they'll select the cards like you do in the original board game. And um, so we have a different murder murderer's weapon and in a different room every night. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I guess it could yeah, it'd be, yeah. you know, pretty, uh, that, that'd be fairly improbable, but, but I love that idea too. And, and that is another way that it's so interactive and, and fun. And as, as an audience member, you are seeing a brand new play. Like if you came every night, you'd be seeing yeah, a new play. Hopefully yeah. different. Um, and Jared, who plays Mr. Body, the eventual corpse. Yes. Um, says right at the bat that, you know, there's 216 mm -hmm. different endings to it. So. I mean, it's great. You've, you've got to think that uh, the audience is just sitting there guessing the whole time, trying to follow along with the clues. I mean, that's that's really the fun of one of these things anyway. And so to be able to create that experience, but also on stage um, mm -hmm. and and. I mean, as, as much fun as the game is, what it's really lacking is that 3D element of being there and seeing the people and 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 the conversations. So, uh, yeah, uh, and then of course, upcoming, you guys also have a little shop of horrors, um, which is uh, which is another really fun one. And I feel like these are uh, again, it's 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 really a way to bring in an audience that maybe is not. Um, doesn't think of themselves as a theater audience. You know what I mean? Especially after the last uh, few years, you know, it's like the when we when we're trying to pick out shows for the the upcoming season, it's kind of like, all right, what can we pick that it's not going to be too heavy? You know, yeah. what 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 can we choose that people can just they can come and just have a night away and and just have a escape. good time and escape, right? Yeah. So that that's kind of become what the the last two seasons have. It's just about you know let's just have a good time. Let's not let's yeah. not worry too much about about a message or or uh, making things political. You know, which I I think sometimes can be important, but especially right now, I think we all just need to remember what it's like to have fun again. No, absolutely. Uh, you know, well, and and. I don't know about you guys. My um, so our question of the week uh, for for our readers and and for ourselves was um, was like, what is your favorite kind of live theater show? And while there are a lot of really moving and and challenging, uh, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of theater out there that will leave you that will you'll walk away haunted uh, that you'll oh, walk yeah. away you know really thinking and. And, and and while I love that, I also know that that this is entertainment. Um, right. And like for myself, uh, I really love Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Uh, Absolutely. You know, which is uh, the 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 play around a play, and <laughs> right, um, and so much uh, so much fun there. And I think that that live theater, um, there's there's an electricity to it. Because mm -hmm. because you are seeing the actors right there and you are seeing their reactions and and the show you're watching tonight is going to be different 
uh, even if it's yeah. the same script every time, because the because the way that the people are interacting and the way they come in off somebody else's lines, right? Um, and right. then to take that and then and really kind of delve back into that idea of let's put on a show that people want to see that'll get people laughing, that'll get people involved, and and I correct me if I'm wrong, but but I mean COVID was a a real bummer, uh, uh, but especially uh, yeah, for a theater. Bit. Little bit, yeah. The theater it hit the COVID hit the theater community very hard, yeah. and that's one of the reasons that we're selecting some of the shows that we are is to bring people back and to. It's been hard for everyone, oh, and absolutely. and sometimes you just need that escape and entertainment, yeah. and coming out to the theater in the public. They, they need an incentive to do so. No, so. absolutely. Well, and then for you guys, I would assume that you also want to get people back in that habit. You want people yeah. to be looking at, it's like, okay, but what else is coming this season? Oh, I want to see that show. Because even, you know, I'm not about to say that, like, I go to a, a movie theater or, or, you know, heck, you turn on your TV and there's an entire channel guide with nothing, yeah. nothing but choices. And, yeah. and, you know, it can be really overwhelming. There's something really nice about seeing, like, I like this theater. I like these people. I want to see what they're going to do next and who yeah. they're going to become next. Um, yeah. You know, when, when do you guys usually announce uh, uh, upcoming seasons? The, uh, the, I'm sorry. It, it, it just, it kind of depends on, on what we're thinking about, you know, what's in the back of our, our minds. Uh, you know, we like to get the season out of, uh, at least a few months in advance before <laughs> sure. we, before we uh before we get on a roll but uh you know i think i think back in the day we, we would try to announce it at the the closing of the prior season yeah um, this year we're hoping to do this year we're hoping to do um an open house event in which we will announce it and actually do some of the numbers from the shows that we plan on doing oh so see that hopefully that'll be in may okay okay so uh, so obviously, you know, Clue the musical is is coming up, and then after that, Little Shop of Horrors, and then and then you guys are going to announce this new season. And I honestly, yeah. uh, if it's anything like what you all are doing now, I can't wait. It's uh, I, it really oh, does. it's heavens. so much fun, and it's and I've been seeing this, uh, you know, with like uh, Oklahoma Shakespeare in the Park has been doing yeah. uh, the Jane Austen's Christmas Cracker. Uh, yeah, it, it it feels like people are. Um, kind of breaking out of this hidebound, uh, you know, this is what theater must be, and really right. getting back to the to the to the fun roots of it, and and saying, yeah. like, hey, let's we want people to come out and have a good time, and and leave energized, and then want to come back because right. you know, that's 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 how this works. Yeah, yeah, it's been really really cool the last uh, the last year to just. To be able to do, uh, I don't want. I don't want to say just uh, frivolous shows because that's not what it is. No, but but shows that that the you can feel the audience just take a big sigh. You know, they're like, okay, we're we're just gonna laugh tonight. We're gonna we're gonna bop to some music, and and you can feel that in the audience. You you can feel that that just this exacerbation in the last two years just kind of slough off and they go yeah we'll we'll, we'll have some fun tonight and yeah. 
He, uh, yeah. We're not gonna. We're not going to uh, win a Nobel Prize. We're not gonna win any lottery jackpots. You know, we're literally just here to have fun and play a game. So I mean, but that's it. That is really in its in a way that is so winning uh, itself. Just because I think um, I think you guys are are right on the money that that there there is also something so wonderful about. And this happens in a movie theater to some extent, but but all the more, I feel like with live theater, you are in an audience of people. Everyone is experiencing this at the same time. And and you there's a connection there. There is yeah. there are. Um, and I and I think that is maybe something that we have really been missing over these last yeah. two years is that connection with other yeah. people. Um uh, a shared experience and then when you walk out and you're talking about it and they're talking about it and they say yeah. something and you're like you're like you know I didn't think about that and all of a sudden you know new friendships blossom and yeah. uh, I, I think about that the same way that honestly uh there are restaurants that I eat at that I that I'm walking out and some <laughs> other people are walking out and I'm like I'm like you know that tuna tartare was great now you had the I almost got that was that good you know yeah um it is, and especially for a community, uh, Guthrie and, and the surrounding communities that really, uh, I feel like have, uh, if not, uh, I think they feel an ownership of the Pollard. Like I said, you know, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't have a single share of, of Pollard stock, uh, that doesn't exist anyway, but, um, <laughs> but I have always kind of felt like the, like the Pollard theater was, was my hometown theater, uh, even, yeah. even though I didn't grow up in Guthrie. And I think that there's a lot of people in, in Langston, uh, and, and Edmund and Crescent who all feel the same way. It's like, you know, the Pollard's our place, uh, and, yeah. and to be able to see these shows and it, it feels like right now you guys are really taking care of, of your people, taking care of your fans and, and saying, you know, we want you to enjoy this. We want to be that, uh, that, that pressure valve, uh, that, that you can kind of blow out the, the frustrations of the week or the month or the however long and, and just yeah. sit here and, and surrounded by other people and really enjoy something. Yeah. Well, I, I hope that our audience feels that way because, you know, everybody that comes into this building on the production side, uh, he, we hear all the time, you know, this place is our home. This is our artistic home. Yeah. We, we can come here, we can express freely, we can be creative, we can be silly. And, and I think, I, I hope that we've, we can continue that spirit because that to me is what theater is all about, is just collaborating, having fun, uh, feeling free and vulnerable at times. And, yeah. uh, and so, yeah, I think over the last 30 years, we've kind of adopted the we're the we're the home theater for for a lot of artists and and certainly patrons. So yeah, very well, proud and, of that. Yeah. And and from an audience standpoint, it it is apparent. You can feel that when you see people up on stage and they are enjoying themselves and they are having yeah. the time of their lives, like that is infectious. That is yeah. everybody feels that and and that is it's it's also addictive, you know. You you yeah. if you're at a show like that, especially for for a young theater goer who hasn't been before, yeah, and you're in that sort of element, that that environment, 
you're hooked. You know, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's how, that's how future theater nerds like me get born. You know, <laughs> right. as, as you go in there and you're like, wait, we're all on the same page. This feels great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I want to do this again. Can we come next week? You know, what's yeah. the next show? Yeah. It's, and it's so cool to, and I'm sure to, I know everybody uh, to some degree has experienced this here where, you know, you'll run into somebody that you, you have no idea who they are but they know exactly who you are. They're like, I've seen you in the last 12 productions. And you're like, okay, well. I didn't see you. I didn't see you, but, but it's really cool to get to know you. And, you know, it's a, it's a really cool uh, thing to, to know that you've connected with uh, even just a small amount of people, a handful of people to that degree is, is really inspiring, really cool. Absolutely. Really cool. Well, uh, folks, you should absolutely get yourselves over the uh, website is thepollard.org. That's P-O-L-L-A-R-D.org. Um, and uh, you can get tickets there. You can find out about upcoming shows. Uh, you can read about the, uh, frankly, the very fascinating history of the of the theater <laughs> itself. Um, yeah. I was, I, I, as I was reading, I was like, wait, this building's from before statehood? Like, I didn't, you know, yeah. I mean, gr granted, it's Guthrie, which is like the the whole the whole town was before statehood. Um also, like, what an amazing blessing for the people of Guthrie. You guys have got, uh, I, I, I feel like your town is experiencing a renaissance right now. Uh, well, there's yes. um, so many great restaurants. My, uh, my wedding was uh, this last weekend, and my, my wife is a huge, what? yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Congrats. Thank you Look so at much. that. Uh, and my my wife is a huge donut fan, and I oh, was like Missy's Missy's the best yeah. donuts in, in Oklahoma as far as I'm concerned. So for our wedding cake was just like rings and rings and rings of donuts. Oh um, my god! Yeah, so yes. Uh, but you know Hoboken Coffee's there. Uh, yeah. Um, it, the restaurants, you guys. Uh, the the um, I mean, heck, even uh, oh, it's. It's not called Prairie Wolf anymore, is it? What's the uh, Mackinites? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's so many things happening up there, and to be able to come up and visit Guthrie, uh, go to one of my all time favorite museums, the Frontier Drugstore Museum, uh, yeah. where, where you can discover that basically everybody on the prairie was taking cocaine, and yeah. <laughs> uh, but but then you get to see a show. You get to go down and, and grab uh, fresh chocolate and yeah. uh, and coffee and and just in, and enjoy this this gorgeous little city that is kind of locked in time. Um, yeah. You know, it, it just feels like everything is going right for Guthrie at the moment, and um, and I'm so happy that that you guys are there and really uh, making that impact and making another good case for why people should be visiting. Uh, the city. So um, uh, thank you all so much for coming on the podcast. I, I really appreciate it. I would love to have you back again, uh, maybe when we announce the next season. Oh Ooh, my goodness. Perfect. Just yeah, anytime. Okay. Well, uh, anytime. Uh, Jared, Timothy, thank you guys so much. And uh, listeners, once again, it is thepollard.org. Uh, head over there right now. It is, uh, uh, there's no, no bad time for you to get your tickets for that next show. Absolutely uh, not. It's cool. Yeah. They're cool. Guthrie's cool. Yes. It's a cool town. It really I is. I want to go to there right now. It's there's um as I was telling them the um the donuts the uh, at cake my, at, at my, your wedding the was the cake at my from, wedding was, was donuts from from Missy's bakery in your Guthrie. Your recent 
wedding that was four days ago. Yeah. And congratulations. Thank you. Thanks so for being here. It was here. one of the best wedding cakes I've ever had. It was yeah. really good. It was really good. And just so listeners are aware, the other cake, the groom's <laughs> cake, was a cover of Oklahoma Today uh, with a 17 patty cheeseburger on it that you might remember. And there were, this was great. There were hamburger patties around it that were made out of Rice Krispie treats. Oh, man. It was so good. It so just, I, I posted the cake on uh, my Instagram story. And multiple people were just fooled by the the patties. They thought this was like patties that were some for you some know, reason. Everybody uh, loves a good chocolate cake with funny. a side of yeah. hamburger patties. <laughs> I mean, yeah, actually, yeah. But they so. were very convincing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Roseberry's Bakery. It's up in North Park Mall. Uh, they did a really great job on that. And I was. Yeah. I and we're have... receiving no consideration. No, from them. no, no, just, no. Yeah. yeah, this is just uh, for transparency's I, sake. I, I paid yeah. full price for that cake. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, but but, but I, it's worth mentioning. But they, they did, did a, a really great job. job yeah. And it was and it was such a treat for me to be able to send uh, that, a picture of that to you guys. And and uh, yeah. Megan, sadly not here, was like was like. Wait, what am I looking at? Yeah. And it's like that's a cake. She's like, no. Yeah. So it featured the cover. What? When was that cover? It was March, April, twenty nineteen. Yes. It was our food issue yeah. in twenty nineteen. It was your first cover story. Uh, it was, was Greg still, versus food. To yeah. this day, one of my favorite covers we've ever done. Oh man. Um, I love it so much. Well, and I'll say too, um, again, not receiving any considerations, but uh, the venue was gorgeous. Was the Ed Lycom? Ed Lycom uh, Conservatory, Conservatory at, at Will, Will Rogers, Rogers Park. Park. Gorgeous venue. Um, you had a saucy Sicilian food truck there catering. Great idea. Delicious. <laughs> Such good pizza. It was a good wedding and we're happy for you. Well, thank you very much. I, I, I had a good time and it wasn't, it was, it was so, it was great for me having all of you guys there. Um, and, um, who else? <laughs> and I will say in true Oklahoma today fashion, the second, and I mean the second, the ceremony was over. Who bolted for the food truck first? The Oklahoma Today team. Yeah. Fortune yeah. favors. And the as bowl. we were walking down there, I pointed that out. I was like, of course, the Oklahoma Today folks are the first ones like running for the food. And Carly goes, Greg would have wanted it this way. And I did. <laughs> thank you very much. It was a lovely day. So well, thank you. And congratulations to you and Jess. We're very happy for thank you. Thank you very much. All right. It is now time for us to once again plumb the depths of travelok.com's counters for our weekly pod vents. And first up this week, we're going with Ben. So if your idea of a good time is sitting in a chair with a beer and a plate of brisket nachos while making small talk as a spectator when big booming thunder comes rolling in to block out the sun, then congratulations, you are a true Oklahoman. (laughs) Now, there's no way I can guarantee any actual storm warnings this coming week, but interested fans can check out a reenactment of sorts this Sunday at Oklahoma City's Paycom Center when the Oklahoma City Thunder take on the Phoenix Suns. Sure, it is basketball, but <laughs> so is it really fun. just basketball? In a sense, isn't it also a sort of uh, interpretive dance as highly skilled professional athletes demonstrate the delicate push and pull between warm and cool air fronts that can conditionally combine to form nature's most awesome and terrifying exhibitions? That's not a rhetorical question. I really need someone to go there and figure that out for me. If celestial symbolic beauty isn't your thing, the good news is the game itself should be pretty entertaining as well. Even casual fans of NBA's Thunder can expect to see some faces they'll recognize as Chris Paul and Kevin Durant join forces for the Suns to form one of the league's most formidable squads. Best part is that the game is an afternoon game beginning at 2.30 p.m., which means barring any new record for overtimes, you should be getting out of the arena with plenty of daylight to spare. 
Tickets are still available for this one, beginning at $20 on Ticketmaster. Go to NBA.com slash Thunder to secure your seats. I love going to those games. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I was uh, I was at a game just the other week. Yes. They're so fun. They're it, so much fun. And they have brisket nachos. Hey. <laughs> Were you up in Loud City? Yes. Which, which as a, a nerd, I was always like, ah, Cloud City. Huh. But... Uh... <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I too love it. That's uh, much like going to the theater. There is something about seeing people perform live in front of you and then well, feeding off the energy of the crowd around. And you. if you want some drama, yeah, that's the game. Now, yeah. La- Loud City. Which one With of Kevin the Durant coming. which one of the uh, the uh, tourist regions of the state is that? In? Loud City. It's its own. Yeah, okay. it's its own. It's, it's Thunder Country. It's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, let's go with Nate. What's your event? Do you ever think what it would be like if there was no music? Like if people could write lyrics, but there'd be no way to sing them? They'd be like, yeah, they were dancing and singing and moving to the grooving. And just when it hit me, somebody turned around and shouted, play that funky music, white boy. Play that funky music, right. Play that funky music, white boy. Lay down the boogie. And play that funky music till you die. <laughs> till you die. Okay, so thank God that's not the case, right? Uh, <laughs> and there'll be plenty of music lyrics, foot stopping, and damping. Damping. <laughs> Dancing. Don't even edit that out. That's funny. Dancing at the Park Stomp Music Festival in Medicine Park this Friday and Saturday, March 17th and 18th. Bringing everything from bluegrass and rockabilly to punk, this festival is a monument to great tunes. Plus, you'll have the opportunity to wander the cobblestone streets of Medicine Park, a magical little village at the foot of the Wichita Mountains. That's a fantastic place to spend a weekend, and I know because I recently spent a weekend there. Uh, All of the town's galleries, stores, and restaurants will be open during the event, and food vendors will be aplenty. For more information, call 580-547-9528 or visit medicinepark.com slash festivals. All right. I also, uh, that's, I, Left I do a good love, job in the city, I, working for the man, for man every, every night, night and day, <laughs> but I never lost one minute of sleep worrying about the way, th- it just does, it doesn't work. It doesn't. No. It doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Carly, what's your event this week? So one of my favorite things about the Irish is their sense of humor, especially about themselves. So here are a few Irish jokes. <laughs> <laughs> what's Irish and sits outside day and night? Patio furniture. <laughs> What do you call a six-pack of a potato? An Irish seven-course meal. Mm. Why can't you borrow money from a leprechaun? They're always a little short. (laughs) What do you call a bulletproof Irishman? Rick O'Shea. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, thank you to Colleen McIntyre for sending me some jokes. Um, One of my other favorite things about the Irish is definitely St. Patrick's Day, which apparently is celebrated in more countries than any other national festival, which is kind of cool. Naturally, St. Paddy's is popular here with about 13% of the population claiming Irish ancestry. So if you're part of the Irish diaspora or just really like fun and green beer, get yourself to the Myriad Botanical Gardens Shamrock the Garden St. Patrick's Day celebration March 17th. 
Though there certainly will be plenty to gargle, attendees also can order from Blue Jays, Roll and Grill, Wicked Hangry, Some Like It's Hot, Let's Do Greek, Split Top Dogs, Big Friendly Beer Bus, Wonder Van Pops, Kona Ice, and Oklahoma Kettle Corn. Lots of options there. Once you've gorged to the limit, St. Patrick's is a feast day after all, set up your lawn chair near the band shell and enjoy performances from the Oklahoma Scottish Pipes and Drums, Ravens 3, Flowers of Edinburgh, and McTaggart Irish Dancers of Oklahoma. And if you're planning to bring the Wiens along, they can get a craft wristband to try out all of the creative activities just for them. Basically, there's a little something for everyone, and you don't have to be able to pronounce any Gaelic words to have a good time. Check out myriadgardens.org for more info. You almost dipped into an Irish accent a couple times. Like, bring a lawn chair. Like, <laughs> it's just always kind of back leaning there. into it. Yeah. I, I love that. I just, that sounds like I, fun. I didn't know that we had a food truck called Some Like It Tot. I know yep. that's really good. You got to eat potatoes on St. Patrick's you, Day. You do. I got to eat potatoes. Tater tots. Yeah. I'm Oklahoma. I'll eat them anytime. There's no, there's a, forget St. Patrick. That's Saint every day. Right. Saint Oklahoma. Saint Oklahoma. What do you got, Greg? Well, Wants and needs are very different things. This spring break, my son wants to spend nine days in a row laying in bed playing Fortnite. But what he needs is occasional exposure to the sun and to be upright for at least five minutes twice a day. If you're struggling to find a way to get your family off their duffs during spring break, check out the Orr Family Farm in Oklahoma City where everyone can enjoy the Fun Yard, Hay Mountain, Giant Slides, Carousel, an Animal Barn, Pedal Cars, Jumping Pillows, and more. And for those of you who grew up on a working farm, well, this is a lot more fun than that. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes it is. Uh, you can even pay extra to stay overnight in uh, teepees or uh, Conestoga wagons. Tickets are $11 online or $20 at the gate, so get them online. Visit orfamilyfarm.com, that's O-R-R, familyfarm.com, to get your tickets and to learn more. That place is insane. It is like that's so the much kind fun. of place. Like if you want to wear, your, if you want your kids to sleep for three solid days, take them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It it is. It's its own sort of energy vampire. It will just. It's so much fun, and there's so much to do. And at the end of it, you will just be basically gasping Some for very air. tired children <laughs> who have really enjoyed themselves. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a cool place. It's a cool place. Well, the sound of my son telling me all about how Fortnite removed one-shot-one-kill <laughs> items from the game, but has been slowly re-adding a few broken weapons back in occasionally, except it upsets the balance of the game, and now they're bringing back the shotgun, oh, which dear. is a big so deal and will probably make oh. this the most exciting season ever, even more exciting than when you could get Venom and Spider-Man character skins, uh, means that this episode of the Oklahoma Day podcast is coming to a close. Guys, this is what I listen to when I'm trying to put him to bed every night. Uh, but if you just can't get enough, head over to oklahomatoday.com and pick up our latest issue on newsstands right now. Send your feedback to OKTPod at TravelOK.com and we will talk to you again next week. The Oklahoma Today podcast is a production of Oklahoma Today magazine and the Oklahoma Tourism and Recreation Department. Your hosts are Oklahoma Today editors Nathan Gunner, Greg Elwell, Carly Ibarra, Megan Rossman, and Ben Lucian. Theme song editing and production help by Oklahoma Today's production manager, Bridget Sloan. For more information, visit oklahomatoday.com. Goodbye. No matter what video game my nephew's playing, I always just look at him and go, so are you mining stuff to craft with or crafting stuff to mine with? <laughs> Which he does not think is funny, but I don't care. Nope. Yeah. We miss you, Megan. <laughs>